Welcome to Paranormal XL Podcast. I'm Gigi, and today we have a special co-host. She goes by the name of Dez. Well, she's my mini-me. We'll post some pictures afterwards, and you guys can be the judge of that. But today we wanted to talk about the Perrin family, or you could call it the Conjuring House. We're going to just kind of get into some basics on that. I'm sure most of you guys have seen the movie. My main, my one question mm-hmm. always from researching or looking in or looking into it or hearing about this is whether it was the family or it was something in the house why are you looking at me like that for you're just like whoa well yeah um that's what i'm saying but again the movie itself it is based on the true events uh but however how the movie is portrayed it's more along the lines of like ed and lorraine warren and based on their case files yeah it's more about them than it is the actual parent family and how they do things Mm -hmm. uh of course it's hollywood so a little more got added because that's how else you're gonna make a movie that's just how it goes a movie or show so we'll jump into just some of the basics for you did you want to talk about the movie does Sure. So, um, if you haven't seen it, here's a little bit about it. Um, in 1971, Roger and Caroline Perrin move into a farmhouse in Rhode Island with their five daughters, a- Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April. Their dog, Sadie, refuses to enter the house, and one of the children, while playing a game of hide-and-clap, finds a boarded-up entrance to the oh, cellar. Oh, something I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> later Ooh. on, paranormal events occur with... Within the few, few nights, um, all the clocks stop at exactly 3.07 a.m. Uh, birds are flying into their windows, and the dog, Sadie, is later found dead in the backyard. Pretty much a bunch of stuff just happens. Pretty much just a bunch of stuff. A bunch of bad stuff just happens <laughs> and gets worse and worse, and then the mom later on becomes... Uh, Crazy. The witch, pers- or Bersheba, gets inside her and takes over her body. Do you believe that happened? I don't know, because I wasn't there yet. Aw, <laughs> uh, see, you are my kid. <laughs> so, okay, little history. The, it's an 18th century farmhouse. It was in Rhode Island. It was 14 bedrooms. Um, the parent family consists of Roger, Carolyn, and their five daughters. Mm-hmm. Andrea, the oldest of the five daughters, says many elements of the truth to it and some moments of fiction, which I'm referring back to the movie. That's a quote from her in the usatoday.com. And uh, like I said before, yeah, duh, it's a movie. Like yeah. some of it, that's any movie based on true events. The whole thing's not true. Mm-hmm. It's some of the main events are that's what they base the movie around you can take one something small and base a movie around it they lived there from january 1971 and to 1980 so you were just talking about but oh my gosh bashiba thayer they said that she was a witch spirit um it was quoted to say whoever was there which they were told it was Bathsheba. She was very angry. Whoever the spirit was, she was perceived herself to be the mistress of the house, and she resented the competition. Uh, my mother posed for that position. Not my mother. <laughs> it was um, a- Andrea. Parents said that. So I, I could see that. However, going further into my research, that the name Bathsheba came up, and Lord. Bleh. <laughs> Lorraine Warren is the one that named that spirit that, mm-hmm. or said that that's who it was. It, but yeah. Bathsheba Thayer, Thayer yeah. what was an actual person, yeah. what have you. 
Now, as far as her being a witch or angry... She seemed like an ordinary person. Yeah. But I can't find anything about her being like a witch or anything. Right, when everybody was getting... Yeah, it's saying like there's no hard evidence to support that Bathsheba was really a witch. It's only like a legend or a local folk Right, and they said something about her killing a child too. Yeah. Um, and, and throughout the research, yeah, and there was no evidence yeah, of that either. It says, having lived on a neighboring farm in the 1800s, suspicion grew when an infant mysteriously died in her care when the baby was examined. It was determined that the mortal wound was caused by a large sewing needle and had been impaled in the base of the child's skull so that's pretty much then it says though the townspeople believe that Bathsheba sacrificed the infant as an offering to the devil due to insignificant evidence a court found that was innocent by any wrongdoing yeah so was there i mean i'm not saying that it's irrelevant by any means or not irrelevant but there wasn't something mischievous there but to just go out and say that that's who it was or the spirit of that person, that's kind of damning to the family. So I don't know. I think that's a little disrespectful unless she knew for absolute certain that that's what it was or who it was. But again, they say when you cross over, you take over some of your earth, us as earthlings. Yeah, that you take over the same persona that you put off like if you're a mean person you're going to be mean and so on yeah it says here the older daughter of the parent family andrea she but in her book she said um she describes her mother caroline talking to a man who she refers to as mr mcchurchin or something oh uh supposedly a bit of a local historian he told caroline that Bathsheba treated the help badly and that she starved and beat her sherman farm staff Hmm. see yeah there's stories that go back and forth if she's it's one way or another i don't know but it's a great story all in all now they said they go on record as saying like 5 15 most mornings the when everything started when they moved in in 1971 that the the beds would levitate that their beds would go up in the air mm-hmm. like that's pretty like scary he was saying at like 30 a.m birds were flying into their windows but that's the movie that's not like right the real thing and then the cellar in the house was known to be the hot spot and yeah roger Perrin would only go in there if he had to work on the furnace yeah so i don't know anybody could say that nobody wants to go down in a dingy a dingy cellar that's just scary all by itself anyway (laughs) exactly so andrea claims she secretly watched the seance happen Mm -hmm. when they had ed and lorraine in there she's on record to say that that made her mother caroline possessed for a short time andrea says i thought i was going to pass out my mother began to speak a language not of the wor- not of this world in a voice not of her own. Her chair levitated and she was thrown across the room. Now, n- none of the kids were clearly supposed to see any of that. Well, what do you think of that, Des? That's crazy. It, that that would be very very scary. But I I don't know if I was going to let somebody come in and do a a séance. I wouldn't have you guys here just because of like anything can happen yeah well now you're old enough to to know and probably be intrigued by it but it uh yeah and then before they bought the house and then when they first moved in the neighbors told parents to leave their lights on after dark the house has a history um oh it's got a violent history Mm -hmm. 
um, or, or previous tenants, suicides, uh, rape, murder, drownings, like it's a bunch of bad things. Yeah, so like when the beds levitated at five fifteen, they'd also get the smell of rotting flesh. Yeah. So that's interesting. I I think I I've heard of the smells, but never usually it's something other than rotting flesh. But anyway, so like the, when the girls were smaller and when they first moved in, they were the spirits that were there. They would play with them. They were their playmates yeah. of the house. In the movie, um, I forgot her name, but she was in her bed and her other sister. They were sharing a room, and then uh, someone was some or something was tugging on her leg, and she was freaking out, and she was like, she thought it was her sister. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't and then she's like look then she's seen something behind the door and she's like i see something and then she starts screaming and she sees something and then like, the door just goes crazy and it's just see it's and then crazy yeah i know right and then a voice told cindy which is the youngest i do believe andrea's the oldest but yeah a voice told Cindy that there were seven bodies in the wall, and then mm-hmm. she told Andrea. I don't think they found seven bodies in the wall, but that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. <sighs> so, and actually, in real life, a friend by the name of Barbara contacted the Warrens. It was not Caroline. Oh, wow. Yep. She, in the movie, it shows it, it was Caroline, but yeah. it, it was not. She was in the same town at the time that Ed and Lorraine were in a certain town. <sighs> I had it written down. I can't remember it right now. But she, yeah, went and saw them. And then Ed and Lorraine decided that they were going to take on the case. Mm-hmm. So the parents in historycollection.com, it says the parents claim that the Warrens actually made things worse. Okay, so the parents claim that the Warrens actually made things worse from what you see in yeah, the movie. Yeah, in the movie. In, in the, the movie... movie they kind of did the same thing when they arrived, everything, because they're a threat. Right. And um, Lorraine Warren, she can sense a lot of things. She's a medium, mm-hmm. and she can sense, she can see things, too, or, like, feel. Yes. But, um. We all know this. Ed, he really, so, yeah. It's kind of. He just, was the painter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, but they sh- perceived it in the movie as they fixed everything, right? Yeah, they're the heroes. Yeah, but in real life, they just, they, they stirred it up. Yeah, they because just... Because, they, well, they weren't going to do an exorcism of the house or anything because they weren't a priest. Yeah. They needed to have a priest there to do it. But then in real life, they, d- they did the seance thing, and that's where Andrea saw her mom in the... I found something else. I said, uh, uh, said Roger Perrin apparently kicked the Warrens out, concerned for his wife's mental stability. According to Andrea, the family could not afford to move out of the house until right. almost 10 years later. Yeah. All the... While most of the hauntings continued. Yeah, that was a, um, a big question, of course. You ask that with anybody that has hauntings in their house or whatever. Why don't you just move? Well, it's really not that easy. Yeah, you can't. You, do, you just can't, like, time. pick up and move. You got to save. And they they were a big family, a family of seven. Yeah. Like, they weren't just going to pick it's up everything not, and go. It's not that easy to find a house that will fit your big family. family. Exactly. Especially back then. Scary, yes. I probably would have pitched a tent in the backyard. I would have left co- the country. <laughs> <laughs> but all the girls left as soon as they were able to. Yeah, when they were they legal didn't. age and stuff like that, that they, they had left. Now, you were talking about the hide and clap earlier. And the story that I got is the, one of the real stories versus in the movie. Uh, Cindy, while playing hide and seek, found a wooden box to climb into. After realizing no one was going to seek her, she tried to get out, but couldn't. There was, like, no latch mm-hmm. or locker. It was just, she you was know, just you pick stuck. up or not. Yeah. yeah. 
And she was trying to get out and she's screaming and screaming and Nancy finally came and let her out, which is crazy. And it also says here, um, Ed Warren never performed any sort of exorcism. Right. Considering they have to be done by priests, Catholic yeah. priests. Um, but it says, though the Warrens had worked with priests in the past, this time they opt to summon the spirit with a seance. Yeah. That's a made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, Thought they were going to get rid of it. Just made it worse. Yeah, yeah they did. I, I, they, I, if all this is true, then oh. they, they took it wrong. That said, like, during not the, the seance, this Andrea says, uh, she secretly watched the actual conjuring. I thought I was going to pass out. She says, my mother began to speak a language. You said the actual conjuring. I have already said what you're just about to say. Oh, that's neat. Um, it's a seance. Well, it says, my, this is what Andrea actually said. She said, my mother began to speak a language not of this world and a voice not her own. Oh, you already said that? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was not listening. That is funny. Yes. Another thing, too, with the conjuring movies, if you don't know, uh, it. Like Andrea said, it was it, it's a combination of Ed and Lorraine's cases. So like Annabelle, she has nothing to do with the house. She was in the cases of yeah. it, it was a movie made of all their cases, and then they linked them for the movie for for Hollywood purposes mm-hmm. because otherwise they'd probably be like a half hour long, like a show. The, right. Each case they went through. Uh, what else you got? Uh, really a long story. Um, it, it's really not because but- most of it everybody knows. Uh, you know, we already did an episode on Ed and Lorraine. Uh, I don't I know, even, like I don't think we touched the Conjuring like, House, but their museum that they have in their house, like they yep. they had a daughter, and like I heard, like uh, Annabelle, yeah, like stuff happened to her because of the doll. Like they're like in the movie. I don't know if it's probably true, but like in the movie, <laughs> it had her grandma sitting in the chair with the doll, and like her grandma was like talking gibberish and Mm -hmm. she was just like grandma you know but (laughs) the doll came turned around and yeah it's i don't know but i know that their daughter went through a lot of stuff because she never really got to see her parents because they were always you know well gone doing their thing kind of like when i go out and investigate (laughs) and stuff but (laughs) you didn't have a creepy museum and stuff to come no (laughs) i did not I, I do not really want anything creepy. I yeah. do have lots of sage. I'm more of the protection <laughs> type where I have like my obsidian and my onyx. Even like I'm not a fully <laughs> I'm not a full believer, but I'd rather be safe than sorry and I like black jewelry anyway, so all my protection stones look great and then having all the different sage and stuff, but yeah, I do not have a museum. Yeah. <laughs> uh now have you had anything now in Iowa actually when you spent time there, your dad had lots of stories of a house down there. Do you know any of those stories? A lot. So I know he, it was a house that he bought, right? Yeah. Okay. So we lived in this town, Boone, Iowa. He has. Wait. Hold. I'm sorry. He has a picture, doesn't he, of a mirror, uh, and then there's something in that mirror. I don't. It was. I don't know. God, my dad probably does. 15 years ago that I seen this yeah, picture. Yeah, I, I never but. knew that existed. He might. I'll ask him about it. See if he has anything. Um, yeah. Because he's got a totes and totes of pictures. But me and my dad, I was really young. I was like in, like, t- I don't know, like 12. And we just moved to Boone. It was me, his uh, ex-girlfriend now, but, and her daughter. And uh, it's her daughter. Okay. <sighs> well, one time, uh, Nicole and me were giving Amara. Amara a bath. And um, Amara was like three, two, three. And I, when I first got there, I always felt creepy things. I always felt like someone was watching me. I was home a lot, home alone a lot because they were at work and she was at school. So I always felt like someone was watching me. And it was 
a house from like the 1900s and it was actually right. used for save slavery back then oh. and so like we found a bunch of we have we found this closet and you go in and there's just you tear down this wall and there's just this big opening and it was just used for slavery i guess and nicole said she found a bunch of needles and stuff in the carpet and that carpet's so filthy and old and she just found a bunch of sharp things in there and was that the only house that uh when you stayed there what about your grandparents house when they lived in uh okay uh cat or well back to the one thing amara when she we were giving her a bath she said she always saw men in her closet and men were talking to her and i you remember always, you telling me yeah. about that so me and nicole looked at each other we we're like what the <laughs> and yeah i we didn't know what to do so we were up all night we were like oh my god <laughs> uh oh what was i gonna say it was in uh latimer yeah, Latimer. Latimer, Iowa. Uh, my grandparents lived there for a long time, like 10, 11, 11, 10 years or something like that. And Kathy, when we were younger, I never, it never came to me. I was too young. I was playing in dirt, so it didn't bother me, you know. I never knew about <laughs> ghosts or anything. But Kathy told me, like, when I was in Michigan with you, mm-hmm. uh, she always, she'd call me crying, saying how she saw somebody sitting in a chair with a newspaper there's this one time my grandparents they were picking tomatoes she said they're picking mm-hmm. tomatoes from the garden and she <laughs> came up to the house and she was freaking out because she thought it was my dad sitting in the chair because it looked oh. like my dad ju- was dressed up and mm-hmm. she said she's seen a man holding a newspaper um in khakis and a white uh, t-shirt with boots on which that's what my dad always wore yeah and uh but he had no face and she said like he oh, put wow. the newspaper down and he had no face and uh before that even happened she said that the tv was on but it was on a kid's show little einstein's yeah <laughs> but she came back in and it was like this murder show and it was all killing people and so she she doesn't like talking about that but uh, at the house they live out now that she said there's actually a lot of stuff and grandma said there's actually quite a bit of stuff at their house that they live at now and huh. their property i'd like to get up there and see them now that house that they lived in in latimer i didn't see that very much i was around a lot more and lived in the house and grandma, they had he in, passed away in, in radcliffe too, so it kind of made everything oh yes yeah, radcliffe uh no um, latimer yeah so I, I remember the radcliffe house latimer for some reason, I went well, I was about two or three times. Yeah. I went there, but I, I yeah, like, I don't want to say that I felt something, but something always felt a little off there yeah, or whatever. When I was little, I never really thought of it, but now looking back on it and looking at pictures, some pictures you can see, like, me and Grandma, or not me and Grandma, me and Kathy, we see, like, we're like, oh, look at this, oh, look at that. Uh, it's just kind of like, whoa, what's that? Because we opened our minds up to it and stuff, yeah. and we're now, like, believers of that stuff. And yeah, Oh, pretty- my little crazies. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh-huh. anything else? Any other crazy stories? You got? How about any place that we lived together? You think there was ever any anything in that house in um, Allegan? Ethan, my brother, Ethan, yeah, yeah. My, my brother, he, when he was like five, he'd always said, he, I hear something or I uh-huh. see somebody and I'm like, oh my God, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember just, that. I ha- I hated that house because it was just always so dark and it I just was the basement. Me. I hated going in the I, basement. That's oh, where the I have a story about that. Was. And there was a beautiful um, fireplace down yeah, there. You remember that? But but it was it needed to be cleaned up. But it mm-hmm. was just looked so beautiful. But that was not a place that you'd put a fireplace. So that was just very very odd because yeah. it was almost like a Michigan like, basement. The upstairs and everything was really really nice. But you go downstairs, it's just concrete everywhere. So well, well half of it door. was dirt. Yeah, and that's what I didn't understand why they had a had full on beautiful big door. Yes, that? and yes. the creepy stairs and uh, oh my god. But I remember. <laughs> You were at work. I was in sixth grade. Me and my old friend uh, Autumn, 
we were staying there. She was staying the weekend or something, and we went downstairs to get our laundry. And I, like, jumped to her. Like, I, like, clung to her because we were freaking out because I said I seen something, like, run past. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, we got to get out of here. Forget the laundry. Let's go. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she seen it behind me. And she's like, dude, let's go. So she pushed me out of the way. We went down the <laughs> stairs. It was just... Then, yeah, we just never talked about it ever again because it just creeped us out too much. Yeah, that, that was a little creepy house. I love the house, really. Yeah, it's just some stuff. It it wasn't, like, like on, like, continuously. Like, it's, right, stuff it was wasn't random. happening continuously. It was, like, on and off, but, like, rarely. Right. No, I do remember your brother saying stuff while we, when we lived there. And, like, there's that attic and stuff, but you couldn't get up there. Right. <laughs> All the good old times. Yeah. Um. Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? I do, like, because I used to never believe. It just never crossed my mind. Because at the house in Boone, I never really felt any, felt anything. or I never really seen anything, but I felt stuff. But when I went with you and you, one of your investigations you did. Uh, at the shop? No. Well, yeah, that my first occurrence. and But then seeing actual, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, it's just overwhelming. The like, pictures and the EVPs and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I was just like, wow, I believe in, like, hearing toys go off and there's no kids around and it's just like what am i in a scary movie right now and it's just kind of <laughs> like dude um now back to the parent family in the conjuring movie do you think it was the house or do you think it was the family i think it was now because in some things that you'll read or look into nobody else has had anything like yeah. really off the wall like okay the opening of the or shutting of doors can usually be something else yeah it, like our doors open and close here mm-hmm. like when the furnace comes on right it's or like a, a, a creaking of whatever just the furnace or the, we, yeah exactly or, or something exactly now but then okay let's say those other families did have things but it wasn't as intense as the parent mm-hmm. family do you think that it was the family something was attached to them see that's I what mean, it, it could like something fall in there or just yeah, but or like, they woke up something I maybe that lived there and then it attached them to itself well, to them. There's no is there any um, evidence like from families before them moving in that had occurrences or is there nothing really yeah, before I that, couldn't really find it was you. all their all that crazy stuff that happened in that house. Remember, like oh, so I I believe like all like of that. it's a cha- all of it is attached to like somehow somehow but and, something in that family stirred it up. And, they have all girls too, so mm-hmm. they don't have any boys. All there is is the dad. Nothing really attached to the dad. It mostly attached to like the mom and the daughters, right, and the then, the, then the dog and stuff like that. You know, right? I never really. I don't know. I think it had something to do with the family. Whether maybe they brought something in with it that it didn't like. Yeah. And that's what started up, and it was just fine living there. Like maybe or being it could there be the dad. Like they didn't the like. Other. Could be the dad. So they they decided to take on like be part of their well no that that's a good good idea because not idea but like good he, thought that like you have revenge but like make the dad well feel it like... made them it made itself known to the girls yeah of the family you know the they mom and the five girls to the girls and then the dad is like you know <laughs> y'all are nuts. <laughs> huh and I'm gonna be honest right now I've never seen any of the movies you need to I'm not. I seen one and two. There's I don't know if the other conjurings are real. I think there's like two or three, but but this one I know I mean, I'll get around to watching them. I do have a thing, especially since starting the podcast and doing the investigations. I kinda stay away from watching the movies, whether they're based on true stories or true events or whatever, because things do get added. 
yeah. and stuff like that. I That way with... I'm left out of that. I don't have that sitting in my memory or in my brain. Oh, my God. I, I, I need this to happen or, you know, something crazy. I know, um, like, all the movies that they did, like... Annabelle, Annabelle, Creation, The Nun, and stuff like that, and all the Conjury movies, like, somehow they're all connected, I guess. Well, I've already said that, too. They're all cases of Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, I just, I didn't know if, like, how The Nun was real, because I seen, like, it, I seen it, I seen the movie in the theater, but I didn't really thought it was, like, real or anything. Yeah. In the dark. Creepy. Popcorns are Look into that. It wasn't that long. A few years back, maybe not even a few years, but they had to close down their their museum. Yeah. I think their nephew runs it now, if uh, I remember correctly. I think, I think so. it's a nephew. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to listen back to the podcast that we did on them. <laughs> uh, I know they both passed away, so I don't yes. know who's, I don't know if where their daughter is now or anything. Yeah. Uh, again, like that, like I referred to them in the Ed and Lorraine episode, you know, the paranormal mom and dad type of thing. But I think that we have also came a long way since they started and did their thing, which is good because we wouldn't be where we are if they wouldn't shine light on a lot of things. But I also think a lot of things could be like if we were to go back and know everything that we know now or have the equipment uh, and the knowledge of certain things now and go back and redo some of their cases, we might be able to find some easy answers to them. Right. But it is a lot. It's more fun to put that scary twist on it, that's for sure, and especially for Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not knocking any of that. That's just not <clears throat> not a way that I want to go with anything. I think the most scariest movie out of all of them, it wasn't, the nun wasn't really scary because it added, it, in the movie they added too much uh, computer, like technology, like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. it, did, it looked fake. Yeah. But I think the most scariest was Annabelle because the fact like it was real, they had a lot of. It was a freaking doll, anything with a freaking doll. a lot of jump doll. scares, a lot of jump scares. <laughs> and they made her look really creeper than the actual doll, the actual doll, because the actual doll is oh, just. Oh, yeah. It's a raggedy like end doll. Yeah, a raggedy end doll. So yep. you never really think about it. I do now. Yeah. I, I go into a lot of, um, I'll say thrift stores, but antique shops, and they have like the original Raggedy yeah. Ann dolls and stuff. Yeah, and Grandma it's like, and, and I don't ever pick it up and buy it because of the freaking Annabelle. We used to have, we had the boy Raggedy Ann doll and then the girl one. The Andy. Andy. Whoops. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what they're called, <laughs> but yeah, we had that and then we had coloring books and stuff like that. So yeah. now thinking about it, I'm like, oh my God, I had one of those. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it is scary. Do you have any questions? Really? You have no questions. Why hurt that family, man? (laughs) (laughs) What did they ever do to you? That's what I'm saying. I think maybe not that they would ever go back, but but we can't. Right. Well, we can't go back in time and redo it, knowing what we know now. But it would be nice to be able to do that and do it correctly. (laughs) See, I don't know why. My question for the Warrens would be: Why didn't you call in a priest to do an actual exorcism when it was that bad? In the movie, they actually were trying to, but. He couldn't, or something, or like he they he bailed on him, or something. I forgot what happened, hmm. but they tried, but or he didn't want to go but that into was that in certain movie. house. Yeah. See, yeah, I don't know. See, I, I would have kept trying was, because but... they, they needed to that get better answers than what they got for him because yeah. they just pissed it off, whatever it was. Um. So no, no questions. No, not really. <laughs> not that I know much about all this, but 
I do think it was neat to just try to touch base because the Conjuring House right now is kind of a hot item for paranormal investigating crews because it is now reopened where you can rent it out and go investigate it. Mm-hmm. But when I go out east, I don't want, I do not want to go there. I do not want to investigate it. I think that it has been overdone, redone, and I just don't want nothing to follow me back home. <laughs> I stay right there. <laughs> I just, I think the house is beautiful because of the history. Yeah. I, I like any old thing, I, and it's a great story. However, I, I'm i not one to go into a place where a lot of people I like, I'll go. Mm-hmm. You know, we got some things lined up this year for the crew that I wouldn't go inside. will be fun to do just because other property. people have been there. But I that one, I just, like I said, it's been overdone and redone for me. Like, it's all drilled in my head. I like to go to places where I'd go to like I don't a, know if something's going to happen. People yeah. would get it in their head like, okay, this is what's happened to other crews. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen to me. And that, and then yeah. it doesn't really happen, but you think it does. I'd go to, like, maybe, like, an asylum or, like, an abandoned building or something. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. go into stuff, like, where there's been murders and stuff like that. i go, mm-hmm. like, into, like, a I mean, I wouldn't by myself, or but... Something. Yeah. Uh, I want to say so much, but I can't. Like, events, you know, I wouldn't want to go to, like, that house has too many bad things. An asylum is not going to have very happy spirits if they're still there. Not every place you go to is going to have spirits either. Some spirits have crossed over. They've moved on. They've been reincarnated, whatever you believe in. Not all spirits are just here hanging out haunting people. Yeah. If they really do. Mm You know, I... (laughs) I'm the skeptic believer. I don't know. I have questions. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, I've... I believe totally. Because after, like, having my stuff that happened to me for the first time, I just don't know. It's just stuck in your head. I Like, I'm never going to forget what happened to me. Right. Because it's just there. So I believe totally about every... All that other stuff and past lives and stuff like that. The past life thing is... people being trapped. is neat or p- spirits being trapped and can't yep. or lost being or, earthbound yeah they're mm-hmm. stuck they don't know how to get out yeah i just don't know how people can like i know there's certain people that i don't know if mediums can but like they uh get them into the light or something you know or oh. they pass them through well some people claim that they can do that some don't however i think if you are going to be one that's able to do that, you have to have a lot of energy that you're putting out. Yeah. Because it takes a feel, lot of energy to do drained. anything. Like, that, if but, I knew how to do that, I'd feel drained to my Well, thing. yeah. Just that, even that thinking would be, about it. Yeah, even if you didn't believe that would be the ideal thing. Like, okay, yep, that would drain the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just Even just by walking into the house you investigated where I first fell, or, like, the shop, I just did not want to be there. I feel, or I felt really drained and... Yeah, I just got outside a few times because I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to leave. Oh, my little sweetie pie. And there's me. I'm like, oh, yay, yay. Somebody give me a flashlight. I'm like, no, I'm going to go home, sleep. I play oblivious to a lot of it. I have to because of what I do. I close my eyes. (laughs) That's all I do. I I try not to be scared. I'm a a huge scaredy cat. That's one of the reasons why I don't watch the horror scare movies. Especially the ones based on true events. Definitely uh, pushed your limits, but it's a good thing. Like you overcame your boundaries and stuff. Yeah, and it's a never-ending thing. It's such a great area. Anything the dark. So I don't like doing going out with you all the time because I get scared. I don't want something to grab me and snatch me, and never get to see my mom again. So sits in the car when we stop at cool cemeteries. But you'll get out in the in the daytime. Oh yeah, cemeteries are very pretty. But. Any other questions or concerns or comments? 
Oh, just why? <laughs> why? So, how do you like the podcast so far since it's coming up I on a year? It. At first, I was like, oh, mom, what are you doing? Don't do this. <laughs> it's a big mistake. Waste of money. But now, I see how, like, into this you are, and it's making me really happy. And I think you enjoy it a lot. And, like, you're not like doing random things like doing like 31 or sewing in the last two weeks but now this has been going on for a year and you actually stuck with it and you really enjoy it and you like going out and seeing all these if, cool if, things you know and meeting people especially say, meeting it, famous it, people ghost it, adventure guys you know it's awesome it is awesome we've it's brought a lot of amazing people into my you life. Like met new friends and like made new connections and especially <laughs> my best new friends. Yeah, in, best my friend. new internet internet <laughs> internet BFF. Yeah, she's pretty great, Courtney. Yeah, fiends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She is awesome. Uh, and all the crews that we've got to meet. You yeah. you met Amanda and Scott from Scar Encounters mm-hmm. and their awesome. little girl. Yeah, yeah. The, they're super sweet. I love them and. Hopefully, coming up this next year, we'll be at a lot of events that we've said many times, um, which we'll keep going through them until we hit them. Uh, but I hope to see a lot of the crews that I've interviewed or and or have talked to, mm-hmm. which is super great, and the crew like from Wisconsin and whatnot. Uh, oh, my God. I got such huge news, Mama Mary and I, but we can't announce it yet. <laughs> Um, all I can say is like this is the biggest news or announcement that we will probably ever have in the history of the podcast. And if you have listened to the whole podcast, you know a place that is certainly very, very important to the both of us. Um, some place that we have a passion about in history. Uh, so keep that in mind, and then hopefully within the next couple of weeks we can make that announcement because because it is coming up and it will be the special for our one year anniversary. So we've decided that that will be, and it's going to be huge. And with that, we will record our episode out there, but we'll also do a live while while we are at this location. <laughs> it's a secret location right now. Uh, I I almost spilled the beans. Did you see how big my eyes got? Yeah, you're like oh. Oh no! Oh no! I saw a ghost. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, it's just gonna be super amazing, and to have this opportunity. And the only reason we got this opportunity is because we have worked so hard on this podcast. What do you want to say? She's I all have, raising her hand. <laughs> I have a question for you though. Like, yes. what made you like get into not podcasting, but like wanna get like, the ghost hunting? Yeah, or like yeah. Like the ghost hunting part of it, because it, this just, whole thing since doing the podcast, like the it's opened everything. Stuff. Like, well, I've always been interested in it. I had a ton of things happen, <laughs> experiences when I was young mm-hmm. and growing up and that I've let go. And, of course, well, you know your grandparents. It was more of a let's just not fucking talk about it. Or, and, yeah, they yeah, don't Brush scared. it under the yeah. rug. Uh, so it was one of those things when I met Mary, mm-hmm. uh, Mama Mary to me, Grandma mm-hmm. Mary to you, it's she relit that for me it's always been something that i've been into and i always loved watching ghost adventures she's uh, so awesome ghost hunters you know 
all those things. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows growing up was All the Solved Mysteries. You yeah, don't know that show, to, but Grandma Karen, she'd always put on a, I think it was The Haunted or The Haunted or something, Hauntings or something. Oh, okay. Me and Kathy, we'd watch that every morning with her, and we'd mm-hmm. always, she'd always have to give us like Play Doh or like a stress ball yeah. so we wouldn't get scared. <laughs> I love Grandma Karen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then once I met Mama Mary, and the first time I actually met her, Grandpa had her give me a reading. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Aunt Dawn's always been into it too. Yeah. And oh, I really? anybody, anytime that I've ever gotten a reading and stuff, it was always with her. Yeah. And she used, she carries her crystals and stuff. She just don't talk about it. Is all. Hmm. She believes I in all that really, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I've uh-huh. never thought of her to be. Yeah. Really uh, so starting the podcast, it just. That's why we did it, because I always had questions for mm-hmm. Mary. And we'd, I'd go over there on Fridays anyway when I didn't work, and you and Ethan were at school. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'm like, shit, let's just start a podcast, and I'll ask you questions, and we'll get on topics, and we'll and... we'll learn and and try to inform other people, so too, that have questions. Yeah. I, at first, I didn't think it was going to be as big, but it's just you put so much time in it, and that's what makes it really, like, go... Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, honey. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I do work hard on it. And I try to involve you and your brother. Yeah. He loves to go on the investigations. However, I do not take him very often because yeah, he's, he's young. Uh, and I'm still learning. But I, I, I do. He asks questions and stuff, which I absolutely love. And now that you're of age, not that that really matters, but if you were to get hurt when we're at a location or so, blah, blah, blah. All that yeah. other stuff. But... <laughs> the unfun stuff yeah now you can come with us if you want yeah i don't know everything just kind of took off after we got the microphones and we started recording and well we got asked to do investigations and it was requested that we put together a crew and that's how the crew came along why i got Mm -hmm. why i jumped both feet in to the investigating thing there's just so many places you could go to, and it, it just kind of escalates, and because more people want you to go, um, like, is it their scary place, you know? And it just kind of goes on. It's pretty great. Yeah, you got to go to Allegan though. They got some creepy places. Right? They do. Well, a lot of towns we, do. Yeah. They they got their historic places. Just because it's historic does not necessarily yeah. mean that there's something there. Yeah. I would love to go to a lot of these places just because of the history. Yeah. Yeah, it's been there for three hundred years. Well, fuck yeah, I want to go see it. Like, I bet it is absolutely beautiful. That's why I want to go out east, because the history, like, no place has that much history in mm-hmm. America besides out east. Like, they got the most, you know? Yeah. As far as American history, <laughs> I guess. Uh, okay, so with all that being said, sorry if we bored you guys. <laughs> um, I would like to have Destiny on some more some more times, if yeah. she would like to be sometime. I so if you guys stop saying I'm all around. <laughs> So if you guys would like to hear more from Destiny, she can record with me and Mama Mary as well. Uh, I'm pretty boring. You're not boring. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you have any fun topics or what have you that you would like to hear, because I said she just turned 18. We just had her birthday this mm-hmm. past weekend. That's why this is coming out late. Well, I apologize for that. Uh, she She's my princess, and she's graduating and everything this year. So it's kind of a big year for just the family itself. And yeah. then with mom and mary and i and our thing on the side is just taking off where it's going to end up being a main thing in our life and that's why we were doing it so we could spend more time with our families but with that being said with the uh topics i have a listener email here from becky jackson hi becky um (laughs) 
She says, show idea, Fort Costello de San Marcos in St. Augustine, Florida is a great location. This is this city is rich in, with history, folklore, and unexplained happenings. I even have a few stories from there myself. There is also a lighthouse there that has an interesting story. Hope this helps, and I'll share my story shortly when I have a little more time to type, type it up for y'all. Much love, Becky from Florida. So thank you so much for that, Becky. I definitely, that will probably be our topic for next week, actually. Um... We're trying to, like I said, in a couple weeks, we have a huge announcement. We got some other things going on at the same time. So, like, we're trying to keep everything in line. And we both still have, like, our normal 40-plus-hour-a-week jobs and all this jazz. So that will probably be our topic for next week. And email those stories into me so we can have them and we can go off those and whatnot. If you have any questions about your stories that you'd like to ask Mary or whatever, let us know, Becky. That's great. Thank you so much. Um so anybody can write in to us, paranormalxl at writeme.com. Also check out the Patreon page to see what you can get extra from us. There's a little bit here and there. Mama um, talked about maybe adding readings once a month, readings from her uh, in some of the tiers. So if you go in there, let us know if you get on there. And then I'm sure she'll, I'll link you up with her. You guys can work out the, the readings thing or whatever. Uh, also, oh yeah, I already said that, the announcement for the huge special, which is going to be <laughs> our one year special. So, oh my gosh, I can't even give you guys a date right now. That's, I, I can't even say anymore besides we're going to have this a huge really announcement. Awesome. It'll probably not be the next show, but the show after we can announce our big thing that's happening for us. And it's been absolutely amazing. And it's because of all of you. Otherwise, this never would have happened. I never would have kept going. Uh, it's just so great what we're going to be a part of like i can't even explain it to you guys when i do get to announce it i'm probably gonna cry because sometimes i get emotional and it's <laughs> it's just really freaking awesome it's pretty awesome like it, it's a one in a lifetime opportunity oh for sure that's a dream come true man well destiny knows that it is for me Th yeah. that's for sure it isn't for everybody but as, as far as a one in a lifetime opportunity it is it it's is for awesome, anybody dude. And and we got an opportunity that really nobody else is going to get. My birthday money. I'm about to buy my own freaking plane ticket to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Um, <laughs> well, you said plane ticket. That's okay. Didn't say the place. It's all right. So, okay, guys. With all that being said, remember, email us at paranormalxl at writeme.com. Also, visit the Patreon page, please. <laughs> Even if it's just to look at what the different tiers go, I said I I always feel bad when it comes to that. I talk about it. I think it's a great thing because it helps us out with keeping up uh, with the electronics and stuff like that. But the pricing is very like super cheap. Like it starts at like a dollar a month, and you get like some cool shit. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then so on and so forth. I, I think the top tier is like twenty dollars, but that's like a business tier where like you get everything that all the other tiers get, plus you get like a thirty second commercial in each of the episodes. So which I need to start putting in or have putting in. Uh, so okay, <laughs> love you guys. Thank you so much. And remember, don't yuck someone else's yum. Bye. No ever. <laughs> She's so cute.